Welcome to the Top Order Podcast special episode coming into your feed to preview the second biggest series in world cricket after the Ashes, of course. It's Australia-India. Um, please direct all comments to Michael Baldwin at the thetoporderpodcast.com. Um, but that's what we're going to talk about on this special edition, Australia-India. Coming up soon. Stay tuned. Well, boys, let me just say, tongue firmly in cheek with that um, for second biggest series. But it is a big series, four test matches. We don't see too many four test match series anymore, let alone five test match series. I will save Baldy the pain of the explainer. Safe to say, Thursday the 9th of February, first of four tests in Nagpur. Uh, we then move on to Delhi, Dharamasala and Ahmedabad. Uh, finishing up on the Thursday, the 9th of March. So pretty decent spread. Plenty of time for a little bit of rest and relaxation in between those uh, those test matches. But look, a really, really exciting series and lots and lots of questions in terms of the makeup of those sides, particularly probably the Australian seam rolling. Who's going to bowl the spin for India? Can Steve Smith just continue scoring run after run after run in whatever format he plays? And of course, the inevitable question Will it be absolute beaches that we play on and it just spins sideways from, from ball one? All that to come. But, Bordy, what about Australia's chances first and foremost? You, you must be pumped and excited for the series for a start. Oh, massively excited for the series. And it's going to be a huge test for this Australian side who've swept all before them at home the last few years but haven't been brilliant away from home. And they're going to have to do it in uh, conditions not suited to their... Uh, the makeup of their cricket side because they're going to have to figure out how to take 20 wickets times four in Indian conditions that are more likely to suit the strengths of that Indian side, which is a really, really good spin attack. So Australia are either going to have to uh, figure out how to reverse swing the ball with pace um, and they may or may not have the the, pe- the personnel to be able to do that. And we'll talk about Mitchell Stark's uh, injury concern going into the series or they're going to have to do it with spin. And we're going to have to see Nathan Lyon plus somebody else take 20 wickets against an Indian side that's the best players of spin in world cricket on their home conditions. And look, you know, who is going to be that person? Is it going to be Mitchell Swepson, who went to Pakistan and didn't do very well? Is it going to be Todd Murphy, who's 22 years old and barely played any international cricket? You know, who's going to stand up for that Australian side? Is it going to be Ashton Agar, who's been tried and discarded and tried and discarded? I don't know. Who's you? Who's it going to be? Well, before you try and answer those questions, I actually do want to pick up on something Banksy said. I mean, and, and even the second biggest series uh, around, because I actually think, you know, as much as we were sort of, I think, questioning that when, when you said it, I think it's legit, probably, isn't it? Oh, I mean, oh, it's the, dead set legit. I the, just wanted to give myself an out that it was a joke. I think these are the 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 two biggest. You know, they talk about the big three all the time. I think these are you know the two biggest and best performing for a long period of time. So I guess I'm interested in, from that side of things, Bully, on on what the series actually means. I mean, you alluded to it a little bit before. Australia's home record has been amazing. I think I, I ran some numbers. The past 10 years, Australia's played 51 tests at home. They've won 36. They've only lost six, nine draws. But India, India's played 42 at home. They've won 34, only lost two, drawn six. Actually, New Zealand picking up that draw in the last time that we went there with Rachin and Ajaz Patel. You know, when you look at those numbers, it actually was a pretty a pretty good effort. It actually puts that sort of stuff into context. Mm. But you know, what? You know, how much does this series actually mean? And and I guess on a a, a bigger picture level, 
does it actually mean a lot in terms of how we view both of these two sites? I think it means an enormous amount for Australians to go and win in India. So we haven't done it, I think, since Gilchrist led them back in 2004. Yeah, thanks, Raj, 2004. And I don't think we'd done it before that, maybe ever. Um, so Australia to be able to go and win in India um, is a huge challenge for them. As big a challenge as India going to win in Australia, which is why their victory over Australia in 1819, whenever it was, um, in that 2-1 victory, that famous victory, is is massive for them. So it's it's huge for Australia to be, go, to be able to go and win in India. It's the hardest place for Australians to go and play from a t- in terms of the conditions and the, the atmosphere and the level of excitement and the crowd involvement and the way the Indians play their cricket at home. It's, it's all massively challenging from start to finish for Australia. And it is, other than the Ashes, the most prestigious tournament that they go to, but actually arguably the hardest one that they go and play overseas. I also think it's not only that. Those are great points, but... Thank you. <laughs> The thing we're forgetting is I think we have a false sense of how good Australia actually are. They've played a lot of games at home over the last two, three years. They've only played five tests outside of Australia, I think in the last 12, 14 months. And the last one of those was an innings defeat to Sri Lanka. Mm. So I think that it's going to, not only that they're going to India, which is going to be extremely hard. No one goes to India and, and dominates. But I don't know how good this Australian side actually is outside of their home conditions. I, I think their bowling attack is excellent. I think their batting isn't proven in all conditions. You know, if you have a look at that lineup top to bottom, Kawaja was fantastic in Pakistan. This isn't just going to become another no, Manus Labuschagne bashing contest, No, is no, it? but you have, a, you have a look at it. How, how many of those Australians average close to their home average away from home? And there aren't many. Travis Head averages like 70 at home and 30 away. Manus is the same. You know, Steve Smith has scored runs in England. He scored, he scored runs all over the world. But, you know, there is some question marks still over that batting and over the makeup of their side. If we have a look at it, Cameron Green is no certainty to be fit for that team. It, it raises massive questions around where Alex Carey bats in that order, what the makeup of their bowling attack is, whether they take three seamers and then bat Ashton Agar at seven, which is a huge risk. Um, for being bowled out for under 100 in India in the second and fourth innings. So, look, is Cameron Green on the plane? Uh, I don't know if he's on the plane. He's, he's in the squad. He's, he's in the, the squad. squad. Yeah. He's, he's touch and go, I think, for that first test. And Mitchell, and Mitchell Stark is almost certain to miss the first test. He thinks he's going to be ready to come back for the second test. So there's a huge, um, huge swing and potential reverse swing option for Australia that's missing. And then you've got the conversation of Boland versus Hazelwood, who's going to bowl a better reverse swing. All these question marks that Australia are going to have to answer and I, don't, and I don't know what the answers are. And I'm not even sure Australia really knows what the answers are. Do they have a plan? I'm sure Pat Cummins and, and Ronald McDonald think that they've got a great plan to combat India. But every team that goes there well, does until they get punched in the face well, Pat, in that first test. Well, look, Pat, Pat Cummins has asked for this, hasn't he? He's asked for the autonomy for the players to, to run the side and, and have more of a facilitator as a coach there. Drafted in Renshaw and Hanscom are massive question marks for me. Okay, a bit of big bash form for Renshaw, but 
He's had first or test average of 33, really going to cut the mustard. He's been good domestically, Matt Redshaw, yeah, though, to uh, be fair. He's got double hundreds. He's made a lot of runs. Uh, uh, played played, and actually opened in the last time that Australia did win in, in India. Those two losses, losses that India have had in that past 10 years, 2017, that, one of them was against Australia. East Coast Bay's boy, yeah. Right. Is that why you've got the stats there in your little book of... Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Very good. Uh, look, I agree, buddy. I think there's it's difficult because we've obviously got the Ashes coming up. Um, in the English summer, so I don't want to be too sort of bold, but I, I, I can see you getting rolled here real bad over the course of that four test match series. That you know, that batting lineup for me, there's there's a lot of question marks. I think uh, Warner's obviously on his last, you know, final hurrah, really, in terms of he's certainly closer to the end of his career than than the start of it. You've got Kawaja, who's who's quality, Smith and Labuschagne, I think, are test quality batsmen. As many questions as we've got about Minus, and there are many, not least that he likes a cold toasty um, but let's not even go there <laughs> life's too short to go into that now let's let's not go um, into that now it's too, but life's too short I, I think it is that balance in the middle order that ability to get a second spinner in and whichever way you go if you pick a Todd Murphy or you pick a Swepson, you've not got that sort of bolster to your batting. And if you pick an Agar, you might have a guy that doesn't bowl a lot of overs. So it, it, it's going to be some really tough, tough decisions in the makeup of that side, I think. I actually think the more relevant side of the coin, you, you did mention it, is Australia's batting. I, I think their bowling is going to... Indian batsmen are going to score runs in India. It's about trying to limit that, taking important wickets, breaking partnerships, etc. But the biggest issue for Australia will actually be scoring runs. And it's not Manus, it's not Smith, it's not Head that I'm worried about. It's that opening partnership of Warner and Kawaja before exposing that middle order. Mm. They need to score runs early at the top of the order and they actually need to put good opening partnerships on before exposing those mm. that, that that middle border. I think the Warner one is actually really interesting. I mean, you know, we when we talked about his uh, Hall of Fame case and, and all of the, the work that you've done. He didn't get in the Hall of Fame, did he? He, did. Well, he was just out, wasn't he? Yes, I oh, can't even remember. He was just in. I think he was. I think he was just in. Maybe he was just in. It's been a long time since we. Justin Langer? <laughs> but anyway. No, he didn't make it. Uh, he. You know, you go through and look at his. You guys mentioned his away numbers before. His numbers in India, twenty five. You know, averages under twenty five. Hasn't scored a hundred there in eight. I think eight tests. You know, this the that's the tricky thing about all these away numbers for all these guys. It's they're always you know they play one or two, three series in in their whole careers away from home if they're lucky. So you know the numbers are small, but you know we you flip it over to Steve Smith. He's played six tests, scored three hundreds, and averages sixty. So. The, the kind of legacy piece of all of this for, for someone like Warner, which, you know, he's going to go down as, as a, you know, an excellent batter in all, in all formats. But I think it's important that he contributes in this series and kind of goes, if, if you're saying he's on his last legs in Test cricket, I think it's important for him that he goes out in a positive way. Hugely important, not just because of his legacy, but because it is really hard to get started in India if the ball is if the ball is old and the ball is turning and there's guys around the bat. He's got a golden opportunity in those first, what we say, five to six overs to get himself set against a ball that's, you know, seam up and probably not doing a tremendous amount in that first five or six overs. Does it a little bit sometimes, but often not. They're the, they're the times that you've got to get yourself set. So you're right. That opening partnership is is massive for Australia. I would just both spin at him from the Immediately, beginning. Yeah. Do, do, does he have... Either the, that or Stuart Broad. Does he have the... I know we've talked about his lack of numbers in India. Do you think he has the, the tools to actually do this? Should should I know he's their best opener, and I would pick him in any team 
as my opening batsman. But does he have the tools to actually get the job done it's, in India? I, I think you've got to ask that question of everybody except except for Steve Smith, really. I mean, and Usman as well. Usman's got a great record in Pakistan, but he doesn't have a great record in India. And I'm not sure about his record in Sri Lanka or Bangladesh, or even if, as you say, Stu, the, the, the sample size is so small that it, it, it might even be unrelated to elephants. But I think you have to ask that question about all those Australian batters. Do they have the technique, the temperament, and, and the preparation? This is the most important part, the preparation, because we're not going to play a warm-up game in India. Regardless of whether or not you believe the Michael Clark view that you have to go and play warm-up games or the or the opposing view that, you know, the last time we went to India, they prepared a green seamer in our warm-up game and it's not even you know, relevant from a pitch perspective. Australia are going to go from big bash into that test match with nothing in between. And what is that going to do for Australia's preparation? I, there's huge question marks, massive doubts for me. Uh, uh, Michael going, Clark's not going to go at all, is it? <laughs> no, he's <laughs> definitely go, going anywhere. That is interesting they declined that. Like, you'd think even if it was seeming, getting used to the conditions the, in the, India the would be... The atmospheric conditions rather than um, the wicket conditions. I'm with you, right? Yeah. So just moving on now to uh, bowling. Um, Nathan Lyon, for me, has, has a bit to prove uh, after his last series against India where, mm. where Ravi Ashwin just sort of completely... Outbowled him to, oh, to, to out, a large degree. Outbowled him, took his lunch money, ate his packed lunch, <laughs> like stole his homework. Ravi Ashwin <laughs> owned Nathan Lyon in that series. Owned him. So what do you what do you see their bowling lineup being? So Nathan Lyon's obviously going to be there. What do mm-hmm. you think they're going to go on with the other spinners? What should they do, or what do I think? What they're do going you to? think they're going to do? Oh. Both. I think I think Australia are going Let, to go let's with... Let's assume Green is fit. So Let, Green is at six, Kerry's at seven. Okay, if Green is fit, we'll take two spinners, and we'll probably take. I think Australia are going to go with Ashton Agar because what they're going to look at is what have India done with their spin attack. And they've had Jadeja or Aksha, left arm finger spin, ball on the spot in the area, wicket does a little bit, and then the ball either goes straight and takes takes off pole out or it does a little bit, it turns, and, and you're sort of challenging both edges of the bat. That's, I think, Australia going to be Australia's mindset. Australia's wrist spinners traditionally in India haven't performed particularly well. And the, la- th- the last game that they did win there, that 2017 game, Stephen O'Keefe, six for in both innings. Yeah, well, he left arm, tw- left arm mm. orthodox, right? Left arm finger spin. So I think that's going to be Australia's mindset. We're going to have Nathan Lyon challenging both edges of the bat with right arm finger spin and Ashton Agar to bowl left arm finger spin. I don't think that they're going to go with Schwepson, even though he is technically the second incumbent. Um, I'm not sure that they're going to pick Todd Murphy, they might. He's an offie as well. But, but he is, yeah, he's right arm finger spin. So maybe he's going there to learn and to, to shadow Nathan Lyon and be there for the next tour. I think they'll go with, I think they'll go with Agar. They're obviously going to have Pat Cummins. I would have Mitchell Stark for his ability to bowl reverse swing. But Josh Hazelwood is also an option there. So if you're only going to pick two pace bowlers and you're probably only going to pick two pace bowlers, I think at that, at that point, if you've got Cameron Green at six, is that they'll go with Cummins and, and Stark or Hazelwood. I would pick Stark and then probably Ashton Agar. But who knows? Do you think Cummins plays all four games? They, sp- they spaced out okay. Yeah, the, the last two are back-to-back. So if Australia have four or five days in the dirt, over those first two test matches, he might sit out one of the last two, particularly if the series is dead. If we're down 3-0 going into the last test match, I think you'll probably see Scott Boland play, play and bowl 100,000 overs, which would be fine because he could bowl really dry and, and do a little bit with the ball, but we it all do, depends on the series. We should over and under at the end of this. How many days of cricket we're going to see? Okay. Well, I think it actually uh, works the reverse in that though they can those seamers, I would have thought, can play probably because they won't bowl well. Absolutely. 
let's assume that these pitches are going to be like the pictures pitches we've let's seen in it's India. over in two days because it just spins all over the shop well yeah let's let's assume that spin is going to dominate which it has in the the last few years in India I, I, the, the seamers aren't going to need to bowl many overs potentially not even well, you know in saying that some of the like thinking about when Indi- England won that game that and Jimmy Anderson mm. when Jimmy Anderson was able to come in and get the ball reversing it was very very significant but they're not going to have to bowl, you know, 20 over days, 30 over days, you would have thought. You would hope not. But if you go back to that 2004 series, and Michael Kasparovich has spoken about this uh, recently in the media, where Australia may elect to have a little bit more of an Australian approach to their bowling attack in that they might bowl more seam, try and be really dry and, and, and dry up the Indian scoring options, try and get the ball really dry, rough it up and go for a bit of reverse swing. And then you start to bring Hazelwood or Stark into play. So they may try and go at that particular option. And then Cameron Green becomes a little bit more effective if he can get the ball to reverse swing with height back of a length for, you know, 135 plus. That may be the, the line of thinking Australia go with, which means they will bowl a few more overs. I don't think Australia can win in India against Indian batsmen if Ashton Agar is bowling 30 overs in a day. I don't think that's a formula success, for success. I might be wrong, and I'd love to be wrong, but I just don't see Ashton Agar destroying Australia, uh, sorry, destroying India with the ball more than... Ravi Jadeja and Akshar Patel and and Ravichandran Ashwin destroying Australia's batters with the ball. Like I don't see the balance tipping in Australia's favour if that's the matchup. We've we've talked. We've basically just completely talked down Australia's chances. So predictions for an Australia. Yeah, well, it seems that way. But uh, India's got some India's got some worries, don't they? Going into this series, I mean, I think worries might be a little bit strong. Maybe, They've maybe. got a couple of questions. Yeah, well, we've got the question mark over the wicketkeeper. Rishabh Pant, obviously, you know, involved in a very serious car accident. It's going to be out for a significant amount of time, which means the keepers in the squad are um, KS Bharat and my guess is Kishan. they're going to go it's with Ishan Kishan. Kishan. Yeah. Kishan. Which, well, neither have played a test match, right? So it's a test match debut for a keeper, uh, uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, feels like they're going to go with Kishan, but I don't know why I feel that, but I... I don't know. And like I, for like, really. Left, left-hand left batter in the middle order that's going to give it a bit of a bash. Yeah. He, won't, he won't two-step as much as uh, Punt did. I'm sure you're, you're, you're excited to see a different uh, wicketkeeper. But I, I'd be, I'm worried about Ishan Kishan. I, yeah, I, I don't know that he's... His game... I mean, test cricket is not the test cricket that we traditionally think of of test cricket, but I don't, I don't really view him as a test cricketer. More in the temperament. I mean, certainly the way he's been dismissed with against spin in recent times... You know, Michael Bracewell's had him. You know, mm. some he's had him in all sorts of trouble in this in this uh, limited overs series that New Zealand's just played on um, pitches that have that have been spinning a little bit. But pretty good first class record yeah. in India. Average is nearly forty with a bat. Six hundred. Um, yeah. There's been some big Ranji Trophy scores as well in the last month mm. or two. Yeah. As well, so that might give us an indication of what the pitches might be like, actually. Mm. Yeah, but, but also Ravi uh, Jadeja took a bunch of wickets the mm. other day coming back in the Ranji Trophy as well. So you know. It, it, Swings and roundabouts. Well, you mentioned Jadeja. He's coming coming off a, a long injury injury layoff. You look at the likes of uh, their batting lineup: the Rohits, Pujara, who's now back in the side and kind of seems to be established again, or at least was in their last Test squad against, or you know, last Test series against Sri Lanka. Kohli, who you know seems to be a remarkable white ball batsman still, but 
seem, you know, we've talked a lot about his struggles at the Test game. And if there's one team though that he is yeah, going to come back against, maybe. But and yeah. KL Rahul's vice captain, so you have to think he's going to be in the team. Well, yeah, but I is think he? Coley has a three hundred series, <laughs> three hundreds. I mean, wow, that. Uh, that's a bold prediction. That is a hugely bold prediction. But you know, even you know, you mentioned Rahul. He's the vice captain. But where does he where does he fit in? Because Shubman Gill's been amazing. Rohit Sharma's going to open. He is the captain. Then you've got Shreyas Iyer, who's in the middle order mix. I I I, don't, I look at the side and even bowling and the bat, batting lineup, and I don't really know who I would pick. And I I think. That's as we've said many times. That's the trouble with mm. the depth that India has. But I actually, I, I'm concerned that they're not quite going to get the balance right. And well, yeah. it's it's going to be. I think they pick eight batsmen and three spinners and just be done with it. <laughs> Maybe that, they will. It, it, it is entirely possible they'll only pick one seamer. Entirely possible that they'll pick Siraj or whoever their preferred seamer is. Might even be Shami, Shami. to bowl a bit of reverse, and they'll and they'll, and and they'll and and they'll. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, it, like if, if they're gonna if they're gonna try and fit all those batters in, you've got Rohit, you've got Shubman Gill. Surely Shubman Gill can't miss out. Well, you would think so, but I think he. Uh, well, they he, might he be spared. Five. They, yeah, and they might be spared by the fact that Shreyas Iyer's got a bit of a back injury at the moment. Has sat out of this latest, you know, white ball stuff. The the back half of it against New Zealand. So. You know, may not be fit, and so, that yeah. might so that open would the give door you, for yeah. either either Rahul or Gil to bat in the middle order. Mm. And we so, think Ravi Jadeja's fit, do we? Well, he's, yeah, he's played, he's played first class domestic cricket. Yeah, okay. This side of Christmas, so. But but even then, like I don't, I don't know which. Well, you, a you're, picking, you're picking Jadeja who, as your all rounder. You're picking Ashwin, who's essentially an all rounder as well. They'll probably pick a third spinner. Aksha. Do you think it's Aksha? Aksha, I think Aksha. Is I think it is. Pick. Yeah, oh, I would his, pick Kuldeep. I, I think his record in India is incredible. Aksha Patel. And, yeah, and it's it's a it's a it's a it's the type of bowler who's so effective on wickets that do a little bit because he just does not miss. He does not give you anything to get off strike. He does not give you a four ball, and it, eventually the wicket does something or doesn't do something, and bang, he's got your LBW or court slip. The only reason I could think that he wouldn't get selected, and you know, his wicket ball is actually the one that goes straight on yeah. around the wicket to right-handers, and Australia have a, a lot of left-handed batsmen in their in their in their team. Uh, so that's the only reason I could think of. But I think you've got to give him the first bite of the cherry. Yeah, oh, fair, I, fair I enough. think so. Fair I enough. absolutely I, think so. I, I would just love to see Kuldeep play. I think, uh, yeah, as I've said in our last episode, I, you know, I think he's bowling, bowling really well. Bowled, you know, bowled against Sri Lanka in their last series as well, and yeah, did a did a very nice job. So it almost doesn't matter who they pick. Well, really, that's the depressing just, part for Australia. You just wouldn't want to be the person having a conversation with Akshay if he's not playing. Would you? Sorry, mate, your average of fourteen and your strike rate of thirty-seven. It's not quite good enough. How many, well, he, how many oh, wickets? Uh, 47 across eight test matches. Yeah, so he and Scott Boland could probably have a little... Don't don't make the test team club in their home environment. Well, that, we might. We might have the two best bowlers in the world just sitting on the sideline. Yeah, mixing it's, the Gatorade. It's very possible. Mm. I don't even know where we go from there. <laughs> well, who's going to win the series? We all think India are going to win the series, but is anyone bold enough to put, I was going to say, their, their reputation where their mouth is? I am. 4-0 India for me. I think 4 nils. The reason I'm saying 4 nils, I don't see any draws. That's the thing. It has to be weather, and I don't think that it's 4 nil. I think. Mm. So so taking a step back, all of you think that, you, you all just think that these these pitches are going to be very result-orientated and mm-hmm. very much, uh, you know, over in, I mean, you were talking about two days before, Minx, so you, th- you think it's going to be like, 
150 plays, you know, 250. Well, those I think kind of India. Games. I think India will be bold with what their game plan is. So I think if the, if you look at that England series last winter, they put up a pitch that was a fair cricket pitch, and England went and won the game. They then went, nah, not having this. <laughs> um, and and I mean, I know, this is not sour grapes at all. They then went right, let's go ambush mode, and they absolutely just. Yeah, did us like a kipper, and I, I just think they'll go in with a similar game plan. They'll be they'll be deliberate about what that game plan is. So if they actually think, do you know what, we can beat these guys on good cricket pitches, and that's the way that we're going to go, that's the way they'll go. But their pitches are still going to offer a team. result over the course of five days. And if they go the other route and go, it's four Bunsen's please, then oh man, I, I tell you what. Um, Steve Smith's not going to need most of his gloves. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I, I, if I'm India, I don't care if Australia play three spinners. I worry more if we give them a pitch that has a little bit of mm. bounce and pace in it. Um, yeah. the, the only thing they're going to fear is reverse, right? I think. Um, and, you know, th- th- those two things are synonymous, aren't they? A pitch that spins is normally one that's a bit rougher, so there's a bit of reverse. So if they're not worried about that, yeah. You're going to enjoy watching it. Oh, There's going to be some balls going through wa- the gate. I yeah, I am going to enjoy watching it. Well, I hope you know. I hope so. I, I yeah, I don't know. I I just think that the I'm trying to think back to the New Zealand series and actually, you know, actually we just talked about how you know New Zealand got a draw in one of those games and and I think in at least in the first innings, I thought I think those pitches were different in than the England stuff at the end of that series because at least the first innings of those of all the New Zealand games. They were, if you applied yourself, you could bat well yeah. and, and get a big score. And they were games games where, yeah, you could get, I can't even, I can't remember the scores, but, you know, Latham and Young applied themselves, got 80s, 90s. I think Latham might have got 100 even in one of those games. Like I said, can't remember all the scores. But so score prediction? I, I actually think Australia's going to go better. I, I think, I don't think they're going to win, but I, I look, if we're going, they're going to be results. I think Australia might sneak one, three, get 3-1. I, I I don't know. I just think that they're. A, I, I do think they're a good cricket side, and I do think that there are some flaws in this Indian side, or at least some some Indian players that have to actually prove some stuff. Because you know, a year ago Pajara was in a horrible slump of form. Yes, he's come back to form now a little bit. You know, Coley, as I've said, I think their batters are probably under a lot more pressure. I, I do think their spin, like compare those two spin attacks, it's it's chalk and cheese. You know, that Indian spin attack is awesome and. I think they'll do a tremendous job against the Aussies. Steve Smith, I think for the, that game that Australia is going to win, it's going to take a, a Steve Smith double hundred or you know something like that, like a like Joe Root did in the in the game that England beat India. Steve Smith is going to be the key for them. If mm. India can to Smiths, if if India can keep Smith down to what two hundred runs in the series or something, this is over. As you guys say, it's over four 0 I think it's it's all done. But if Smith can pile on the runs and actually get some contributions. I think these games might be a bit more, yeah, a bit more competitive than you guys are, are making out. Baldy, India are going to win every test where they win the toss. Okay. So if India win four tosses, India are going to win four nil. I think Australia could win fifty percent of the tests where they win the toss. So let's assume they win two. I think they win half of those. Australia win one test. It's three one India. That's that's my thought process so sorry, behind just, my three one prediction. So just say that again. Australia will, if Australia win two tosses, they will win one of those two tests. So right, Australia okay. will win one test. India will win every toss they win, every test where they win the toss. Right. Right. So if they win four tosses, India will win four nil. Doesn't matter. Lay down Mazir. Just put it in the book straight away. Okay. India won the toss and have won the test match, but at least, at least four nil, maybe five nil. 
Australia will win one test because we'll win the toss twice and we'll win one of those tests. I can see the wheels spinning. In. Wow. <laughs> and that, and that, so that goes, I think it's time to wrap up, isn't it, to be fair? Well, no, we, we need to, so there's a caveat there on, it, on tosses. No, 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 I think Australia will win one test out of four. There, there yeah. is a, you know, we've got a free pair of batting gloves to anyone that can actually <laughs> stick that in the social media comments as to the permutations there. But the, um, I, I, I actually haven't prepared one, so I, I, I will talk a little bit so that I can start to think of one. But you mentioned bold prediction before. We often do these in this series. I've already Pixie. made mine. That's what I mean. Yeah. You, you, you think Co- you think Coley is going to have a, a real bumper I, series? I, I think Coley is going to have an absolute feast. I really do. Um, I, yeah. So I think he's going to score three hundreds in the series. Does Does anyone have anything else for us? I, I don't in particular have anything. I don't. I don't have anything. Unfortunately, the only things that spring to mind are negative ones, and I hate doing negative, bold predictions. Um, but, yeah, I think Australia is really going to struggle with the bat. Pat Cummins will be Australia's leading wicket-taker Interesting. in this series. It won't be any of the spinners. Uh, and he will be the leading wicket-taker for the series because India won't be able to decide of all of their spin bowlers <laughs> who's going to take all the wickets. So they're all going to get, like, five each in, 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 each, in each test. Very good. Interesting. I don't have anything else to add on that, but I will monitor both of your bold predictions. It's very interesting. Thanks very much. Awesome. Um, well, that's about time to wrap up, other than to say that minus might get dropped. There's my other one. Oh, I like that. <laughs> You'd like that when you bought you, you it. No, I wouldn't, you, I wouldn't like it to happen, but it's a bold prediction. You and mean I in like, the field, I like right? being bold. There's a very high probability of yeah, he'll get dropped in the field, field a lot. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Hedge your bets, boys. Hedge your bets. Well, look, that just wrap up the series preview. As we said, recording this, I think, on the 2nd of Feb here in Auckland. Series starts on the 9th. It's the 1st of Feb here in Auckland. I'm a day ahead of myself already. But 9th of February, this series kicks off. Um, Do stick your own predictions in the comments on our social media when the episode goes live. But for now, it's good night and God bless from us here in Auckland. See you soon. (laughs) 